Hey everybody, it's Landon here from your favorite Bachelorette podcast, Roses Before Roses. Just wanted to give you a heads up that the audio this week is, uh, well, it's not great. We don't exactly know what happened, but trust me, we've got our top people working on it, and we'll be back to fighting strength next week. But for now, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Broses Before Roses. I'm Landon, with me is Jeff, Hi. Mike, hey. and Scott. Hello. And uh, we are talking about The Bachelorette, uh, week two of The Bachelorette. We watched the episode, uh, and boy do we have some things to say about it. Hey guys, why is Brit still on this show? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have a single answer for that. I am tired of Brit being on this show. Same with Brady. Why is he still on this show? I will forgive Brady because he's <laughs> been on the show less than Britt has uh, in scope of years. And uh, and I, I just want Britt to be gone. I like to think that there's a <clears throat> camera crew that went rogue. <laughs> and they just they broke off from the house and followed Brady and they're doing their own thing and they're submitting footage and somebody's sneaking it into the episodes. I, I like to think that Britt hired that camera crew herself <laughs> and said, hey, follow me around. We're going to send this footage we're gonna intercept the Bachelorette footage before it gets uh, before it gets edited. And we're gonna put my put me in it, put my big dumb crying face in all of these episodes. I love that she had a camera crew there to call her family. Yeah, she put on makeup and got all this lighting set up. Oh, you guys ready? Oh, okay, okay, I'm gonna call them. And then calls her family to cry and say that she's going home. Uh, she immediately Brady shows up. She doesn't even have to put on makeup. She sleeps in makeup. Right, it never comes off. Never that's comes true. off. It's very strange. She's, she's like a joker. When when was she? She never showers. Yeah, that's she's true. like a joker in two ways though. She took over like that scene in Batman, the Michael Keaton one, where he actually took over the airwaves, tell them all about the product. That's what she did. It's exactly like the Joker. So Brit is that. Brit is now the Joker. I'm just saying, there's a connection. It's unfortunate. Um, okay, so before we start, before we start talking about the episode proper, I mean, besides Brit being in it, uh, I did want to talk about one thing. Uh, I noticed that uh, Jeff, your wife, posted about this too. So we saw. Uh, I saw the first commercial that I've seen so far of KFC bringing the colonel oh, back. Oh boy! <laughs> what is up with that colonel, guys? He is gruesome. You want to talk about a supervillain, a Batman supervillain? Hey, I'm a colonel, and I'm gonna bring that chicken. It's still finger looking good. I'm back to America. <laughs> I took over your airways, hit your Joker stuff. <laughs> oh my it's god it's disgusting it's weird it's awful yeah it made us feel uncomfortable and it kind of seemed strangely preferred I don't know how or why maybe the gravy maybe just him <laughs> but it just seems icky it's it, it, uh, well okay so I mean obviously the, the original colonel you know was a, uh, a sales type dude sure whatever but this is like a weird cartoon <laughs> perversion in live action form like let's just make the man a cartoon and be fine with it right why wasn't that okay why do we have to make him a real guy I, well, I mean, he was a real guy. But I mean, why point. do we have to make him that real guy? Why do we have to resurrect him from the dead? In, yeah, make in him all sleazy. Crazy form? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's unfortunate. I don't like it. Only me and Landon care about this. You guys shut up. I haven't seen it. You didn't I, see I, it? Just, do you guys not you have the fast forward function on your DVD? I did, and it's, I had to stop. I was like, what is this? Go, what is going on here? It's, it's like, like it's working. Mm, what, what's the premise? I don't think they're, so. They're, they have 
But he has chicken and he's sitting in a chair and he's got a little guy with glasses and then a bunch of uh, Hispanic women behind him playing, I don't know, man, ukulele, something like that. Small guitars. Uh, <laughs> Small guitars. But anyway, Small he, Mexican guitars. He just kind of keeps like, eh, just there's something about him that's like there's some skinned kids underneath his porch. It's really, really weird. Huh. So I guess they, you know, now that KFC is like officially fallen behind Chick-fil-A in the chicken world, uh, really? they are, they are, they're being more aggressive. Is that true? I, I think it is. Yeah. Cause I feel like KFC has a lot more restaurants than Chick-fil-A. It might be just in America. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Cause um, there's no Chick-fil-A in Vietnam and I can right now tell you guys there's a KFC there. Well, yeah. KFCs right are, uh, KFCs are, I, um, as far as I know, very popular overseas. When very I say, popular. when I say as far as I know, I mean, I have no idea. They're very popular in Japan, and I read about this one time that they did this insane advertising campaign in Japan, and they convinced the Japanese people that on Christmas you're supposed to have KFC, and that people will people will reserve their KFC a month in advance <laughs> in order to make sure that they have KFC for Christmas. I love it when advertising just boils down to lying to people who don't know any better. <laughs> it's, it's the best part of that whole process, That's great. I think. Whoever thought that up is is retired somewhere and is a billionaire. Tradition <laughs> has to start somewhere. It's true. Yeah, that's actually and we should credit them for that. What better way to start with a multinational crazy corporation? <laughs> um, so anyway, I wanted to I wanted to bring up the colonel that serves their food in a bucket. Yeah, just bucket food. <laughs> just put all that shit in a bucket <laughs> or a bowl of gravy and chicken and corn and cheese. But do they still make those? Oh yeah, yeah. those bowls. Yeah. Those are great. Some beans and tots somewhere in there. That's like something Mike would bring to the podcast. I'll do it next week. No, you won't. We still haven't gone to Arby's yet. Every time I bring food over that's disgusting, all you do, Jeff, is talk about how disgusting it is, and, and I turn my it. back, and then you've got a fork inside of it, and you're eating it. I didn't say that it was something I don't like. I'm just saying it's, it's sick. So it looks like we're eating bowls next week. All day. So if you watched the show long enough, you made it through the KFC commercial yes. to the beginning of the episode. Yes. Hmm. I did. And, uh, and I don't, you know, okay, you guys, you guys kind of busted in here before we started recording, Mike specifically, talking about how this season so far you are not, you are not connecting with, you don't like it as much, <clears throat> you and your wife have mentioned that like, well, you could just stop watching and you'd be fine, you wouldn't want to know necessarily what happens. I disagree, I like this, I think, I think this episode was, I mean, the episode is whatever, but like, I like Caitlyn still, like, I still like her. Uh, as the as the show goes on, she has not turned into a weird like version of herself so far to me, and I think it's okay so far. That first group date thing where they got them all together to box, man, awesome. Let's just see them beat the hell out of each other. I was a big fan of that. That was an awesome season preview moment. I said, oh my gosh, they're just going to get these guys together and have them beat the shit out of each <laughs> yes, other. Yes. I had a good point down. about that, that it's probably best they did that at the beginning before there's like built up animosity and like true hate yes, towards one yeah, another. Yeah, it's like the first right now, thing they do. Right now they're being somewhat friendly. And I got to say that Koopa at the gym having a good time, not talking to the girl whatsoever, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and then <laughs> later saying, I wasn't having a good time. I hated that date. I don't like boxing. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> he was the happiest. Him, he was doing the little high five with the guy that won when they were doing the push ups and they come up and slap each other. Yeah, Cooper made a friend. Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. I disagree. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like that date. I didn't like any of the dates on this episode. Uh, And uh, I was putting myself on the show, and that is about the last thing that I would want to do. I cannot imagine putting gloves on and going up against 260-pound Ben Z inside a ring. I think Mike just uh, earned himself a nickname. I think we should call him Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he the uh, fashion dude? 
He's the guy that was not into fighting yeah. and did not oh, have man. a bachelor body oh, whatsoever. Yeah, I'm 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 happier to be him than than that fashion dude that got the shit beat out of him by, by Ben Z. I think but Ben Z like Ben Z. I mean Ben Z was just uh, the mountain and he was just beating people down. That's true. And also every time she <clears throat> talked to him as Ben Z, I cannot hear Ben Z. I hear Ben Z. Ben Z, yeah. So, That's what I call him. Sounds like Benzadrine. <laughs> hey Ben Z, get yeah. over here. You got to punch people. <laughs> but I, I would have hate I would have absolutely hated going on that date if I were on that show. And then you have to sit there and you're either a big pussy because you don't fight, or you're just gonna get the shit beaten out of you by well, Benzie. Well, there is a third way. And, and then there's you know <laughs> there's, there's sixty horned up women. <clears throat> well, they're horned up. <laughs> just sitting around cheering on, and then you've got you know this is going out on national television. I just thought it was kind of a shitty date. I mean, I I, 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 I agree. <clears throat> Nothing. You're never gonna see anything like that on The Bachelor and have the women like wrestle each other and then like uh, no you're wrong dudes there what? was a roller really? a roller rink roller sort up. of thing one of those what, what are those called where they roller, roller derby? derby exactly uh, some girl broke her arm so ooh, yeah they hot. did this Olivia told me they did this once in the show before and it was a wow. total disaster like yeah. when this guy had to go to the hospital yeah, I and they act like that's a surprise that someone had to go to the hospital after getting hit in the back of the head. That was the other thing when Caitlin was uh, afterwards feeling bad about it. She's like, I just didn't want anybody to get hurt. Well, it's boxing. So... <laughs> it's it's a bunch of people that don't know how to box boxing. And then one guy... Mike, <laughs> they received two hours of training. Okay? Maybe half an hour. Can we talk about Corey and Justin coming out and just beating the living <laughs> shit out of each other? <laughs> I've never seen two guys who get so mad and... So fast. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, I admit that like watching some of these idiots get beat up was entertaining, but I think that it's just I think it was just a really bad idea to do. I agree with you in the sense that like I, that is not a date that I would want to go on and I feel like that would definitely not be something where I would shine. I think it's unfair to do that to the guys too. I think it's unfair to like put gloves on them and say, "Hey guys, beat each other up." You know, what <laughs> I think it's unfair that we didn't get to see the entire fight between Jared and Koopa. Somehow <laughs> Jared won and I want to know how. Yeah, they really skipped through that and Koopa looks like he's like, you know, he looks like he's a little soldier dude. Like the guy said, looks like he lives in a gym. Yeah. That's, lives that's in a gym. Yeah. He was very comfortable with himself. He's also a big dude, so like mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect Jared, who we have nicknamed the Weasel, yeah. to like, you know, weasel his way in and out of it. But hey, oh. that's that's what the Weasel do. Well, <laughs> that's Jared, what weasels do. Jared got his in the end though. With Benzie. Wasn't isn't true. Jared's the one that got Oh yeah, he was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so funny the way he fell over. Yeah. <laughs> He took a hit, all right. It was, it was like so a, it was like in uh, in in Mike Tyson's Punch Out when you hit Glass Joe in the stomach and he yeah. just goes <laughs> and just starts backing up. That's what it looked like. He was just like doubled over and like backing up. Yeah. So at the but at the end of this date, when they all go to the dumb wherever club that they go to, uh, I mean Jared shows up, but you know Ben Z still gets this rose, and I felt like that was a weird thing because. Yeah, he, like, won the challenge, but, like, do you want your uh, future husband or whatever to be a stone-cold killer, uh, you know? And she even, Caitlin even said, like, hey, I can see, like, on one hand, like, you're a, a very, like, nice, affable guy, but then you must also have this other side to you where you can, like, you know, rear up and protect people or do whatever. What Isn't you that a good thing, kill somebody with their bare Yeah, hands. No, Caitlin, I think, was into that. But as wow. far as giving the rose to the winner, that reminded me of last season on The Bachelor. Bachelor. When uh, Carly finally won, like, that farm obstacle course. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. And she didn't get the rose. And then later, a uh, CrossFit chick who was, like, all muscles all yeah. the time. Jillian. Jillian won her won her date, and or won that competition, and then he kicked her off afterwards. Yeah. She she was terrible. But oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like, why do you want to win? 
Well, what's the motivation to win if you're not going to have a pretty good shot at getting that rose? Well, if you lose, you go to the hospital and care. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. The thing is, as I mentioned before, there is a third way. The third way is all of these dates are structured so that you're doing something or whatever so that it can break ice or I don't know what. But your actual goal in any of these situations is not necessarily to win the task at hand, but rather endear yourself to... Caitlin, who's ultimately going to make the choice of whether you stay or go in this, for lack of a better word, competition. So, it may not be a contest between you and whoever else is in the ring. It's really a contest between you and yourself to get in front of Caitlin somehow. But I like that Caitlin rewarded the winner. All right. I think that the Chris last year was like, well, why even try and win the competition? Sure. It's not a competition. And yeah. Caitlin said, okay, you won. It's a pretty tight race. I'll go ahead and... And give the rose to the guy who won. Can I ask you guys something? It seems to me to... I'm not going to wait for an answer. Uh, it seems to me, and to Olivia as well, that Jay-Z is so far ahead of every other guy there. He's like big, tall, dark, handsome dude. He's obviously nice. Benzie. Ben ben did I call him Jay-Z? <laughs> what if he was on the show? I'd be like, Opa? You didn't give him a rope? Uh, but Benzie. But I mean, he seems so far ahead of everybody else in every, every way. And he's got... Your later albums, you're a little lazy on the rest. <laughs> and he has a dead mom. He does have a dead mom, but he played that card pretty early. I mean, he played, he played that card after he beat the shit out of someone, too. He played that card out of respect for, and also the, the situation. Because she was maybe thinking that he's a guy that goes around fighting. He did mention he's only gotten one fight before. Lie. And he said one or two, which means eight. Six, yeah. twelve, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> that he can remember. One or two that he can remember. Every time he was playing football and made fun of someone. I love it that he's the one that brought it up, too, because like normally when you would say that, like, you know how many fights I've actually been in? I don't know how many. Zero. No, no, he didn't say zero. He said one or two, which means I've beat a dude down like on at least four occasions. Ironically, I get into a lot of fights. <laughs> uh, then I usually start them all. <laughs> you don't see him as being a nice guy? I think he's fine. Uh, I just nice enough. Yeah, I don't know. He just seems boring to me. Well, yeah, he's I mean, good. He well, I'm sorry, which guy seems interesting to you? Well, a lot of them seem interesting for different reasons, but... Tony, uh, for being a psychopath. <laughs> I would have loved to see Tony in the boxing thing. Also, Me too. Tony was the only one with the black eye. He had a black guy showing up. <laughs> Tony was out there fighting before he got in the limo. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if it ended like the way in Fight Club where Jared Leto got the shit beaten out of him? And, you know, who was it? Edward Norton was just like pounding his face in. And that's how it ended, and all those horned up women just like slowly. Stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, there's just like blood splattering all over Benzie's chest, and like there's just a face caved in. They just drag him out of, like a big yeah. blood streak as they drag him out. And Benzie rears up, blood all over his face. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? I just wanted to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> We're saying Although Jared, Jared is beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Jared looks like he's the after of that fight anyway. <laughs> yeah, he looks swollen. He right. looks like Ashton Kutcher got into that fight. When, when oh. his face is kind yeah, of that's true. Yeah. All of his interviews, it looks like he's post-fight, but like that's just his face. Yeah, Every man. guy's a black guy now. New England. New England rough. If he fights <laughs> enough, what if his face looks normal? Maybe oh. he just needs to get punched. Oh, yeah. there you go. Just get him back to, get him back to good. That's yeah. a terrible idea. Don't don't do that. Don't do that, yeah. <laughs> um, get punched back to normal. Fight first. your way to beautiful. So after this boxing date, we had a one-on-one -on -one with Clint, who surprised me, because I, I, I've i come out, <laughs> I came out last week, I believe, uh, and said that I thought this guy was weirdo and boring, but then, like, 
And he, he, you know, he's not like the most interesting guy in the world. But doing that pool date, which I think is a really hard date to do. It's a horrible date. Yeah, because it's a photo shoot, number one. But he looked way more comfortable than Caitlin did. Mm. And then he's like swimming around and stuff. And he's like fine underwater. I don't think I would be able to do that. I don't like being underwater. Well, I don't think any of us are uh, as beefy and well-equipped for photographs. I guess that's true. I I would turn to the side and I would disappear. (laughs) Was he not under the water? Where was he? Even Caitlin didn't like being underwater. She was like, I have to hold my nose anytime I go underwater. Who planned this date? (laughs) Also, what you say about Clint being more comfortable, I think for all of the joking and fun that like Caitlin has, she's incredibly socially awkward. Yeah. She's really shy too. She doesn't, she's not, uh, she doesn't really put herself out there that much with people that she's not comfortable with. Yeah, totally. So she's very standoffish. And I think that's part of the reason why this season isn't that great. I think Andy totally sucked. But Andy was at least like willing to put herself out there and humiliate. Yeah, but in, in a sort of weird fake way, though. I don't think it was totally fake. I don't think but Caitlin it, does think anything was, fake. I think it was. I think it was more engaging than Caitlin's like standoffishness. Standoffishness, maybe and standoffitude. What uh, yeah, standoffiosity. <laughs> standoffiosity. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. I don't think. Yeah, I think I uh, I agree with that to a certain level, but I think it'll be more interesting as the as the season wears on. When she gets more comfortable, yeah, with people, exactly. More interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes. totally. Because she yeah. is more engaging than and more. Uh, honest and genuine than Andy is once she gets to know people. Right. But um, it was easier in her season. Like I like I said before, it was easier in her season because she only had to get to know one person. Once she got to know him, then she was a lot easier to get along with. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of guy. I, I feel like part of the reason why maybe the stakes aren't as high or maybe not as interesting. <laughs> the stakes. The stakes. I'm sorry. Um, part of the reason why it may not be as interesting to you or maybe to us in general is I feel like there's a lot of guys on here that are just, they're total clunkers. They're going to leave. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no reason why they're still there. They're only there to provide cannon fodder for the rest of the week. Yeah. Or the rest well, of the week. Well, they weren't even there for her, to, to be honest. I mean, I that's think true. there's a lot. That, that's what I said in the first episode that I think the problem with the format is that you've got six or eight people there that don't even really like her. <laughs> right. No, Koopa certainly does not like her. <laughs> Koopa. You're jumping ahead. We'll Mike. talk about Koopa later. Um, so anyway, this, this one-on-one date I thought was really weird, but I thought Clint handled himself very well, and it was totally fine. Clint and was easy going. I liked that Caitlin was driving on that date. I don't know yeah. why that struck me as being different, but you know, obviously the Bachelor would be driving, and why wouldn't the Bachelorette be driving her date? Yeah, totally. Some weird a, house. For all of the for all of the shit that the Bachelorette gets for being anti woman, <laughs> they're going done. Let a girl they drive. And let her drive. <laughs> well, that's nice. It's going to be great in the end when she doesn't choose Clint, and they've got like seventy glamour photos of them making out underneath water. Yes, I thought about that too. That's fantastic. Would you keep yours? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess you have to keep them for a certain amount of time. But if I went on to go choose one of these other. You know, chuckle fucks. I, w- I probably wouldn't want to put one of those up on the wall. Or can I ask you something? What you would prefer? All right, say you you get the sense of humor. You didn't really feel anything for the girls, so the picture would be funny. Would you rather have the belt given to the champion of the boxing match, or the picture of you and the bachelorette underwater making out? The belt. I think yeah. belts are pretty cool. Like those kind of belts, those yeah. boxing belts and stuff. Yeah, and that one had like a rose on it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. You underestimate that's... the value of high quality photography, though. I think that Michelle Money only dated Cody because she had those sweet pictures of them getting married. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Bachelors in Paradise. That's true. And honestly, if I was on the show and then I had someone else that I loved and accepted the fact that I'm that big of an ass, I would love to have that up, and they would too. That picture of me and say, I don't know, Caitlin making out underwater, <laughs> I would keep it. Can we talk about the weird niche of underwater photographer that that lady was? 
It's like, yeah, I do underwater photography <laughs> for couples specifically at this house in the hills. It's like you must have like one client every six months. Yeah, it seems very odd to me. They could have done it anywhere too, and they went to this big giant house, and then they were really only allowed to go in the pool. That's true. Now that they've been on the Bachelorette, how many clients? Boom. Lots of clients. Now everybody who watched Several. that, I guess yeah. minus the four of us, yeah. think this is the biggest thing that you have to do right now. Oh, she previously did dogs too, so there was that, that was dog a cute picture. Underwater dogs? Yeah, there's a dog, like you throw cute. the ball yeah, in the water. Jump, jumping towards that toy? Yeah, dog gets the toy. I was you know hoping what they were going to do that with them. I was hoping they were going to throw a toy <laughs> in the water, and Caitlin jumps in after it, and then Clint jumps after one, and Clint maybe they do a tug of war. <laughs> I would love to have a picture of me and Lola jumping in at the same time. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Would Lola do that? No. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a better dog someday. Yeah, too bad. So this date was okay. Um, eh, I yeah. think he's a good kisser. Yeah, well. Yeah, like, but I mean. Caitlin's kissing literally everybody. That's so. something we can't tell. Kissing underwater sucks. I don't know if you've kissed anyone underwater. I wondered that. It sucks. It's it's just it doesn't feel like anything. Wait, I don't even know if I've done that before. I did yeah. some other stuff. I don't think I have. Wink. But <laughs> <laughs> like kissing above water, like eating food. <laughs> yeah. Give me those hot dogs in the pool, baby. Wink. <laughs> but I guess it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, you're kind no, of just kind begging of for air for the most part. Yeah, yeah, and if Caitlin was already freaked out and she felt like she had to hold her nose, like imagine how freaked out she's going to be whenever she's like open her mouth and like, oh, there's another thing here and there's water getting in. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all those things. If they had a mic underwater, they would have heard her saying that. <laughs> in her brain. <laughs> you know, for a guy that drew a picture of Chris Harrison with a rose on top of Triceratops, like he didn't really have much to say. And no. I don't know if I put too much weight in that picture, but it seems like he'd be more, I don't know, spunky. I like that he's not going for it 100% right now. He's yeah. playing it cool, sort of like Nick V was in the last Bachelorette season. Playing the long game. Yeah. It's a, a he doesn't seem too eager. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Also, I'm curious to see how Nick V is going to play. Yeah, until Nick V shows up, yeah. he, Clint can have a good Nick V role. Yes. Hmm. Oh, but speaking <clears throat> of the Nick V role, JJ. Oh, boy. Is that jumping too far ahead? Oh, I don't know. No, it's oh, not. We what need to get to the other group date. Oh, yeah, JJ. Not. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. But yeah, that's right. So we have to talk about the comedy day first. So then the, the next... Man, we really pay attention, don't we? The next day... I swear to God, someday we're going to send each other like a layout. <laughs> well, I don't think that. show notes. Yeah. Well, we probably refuse not. to discuss this show before we hit record. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably a bad idea. We also pretty much refuse to watch most of it, too. <laughs> I just saw it five minutes before coming over. It's happened before where we discuss the episode and then sit down and start recording it, and we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> so there was a comedy date. Uh, now, these things are obviously a little close to my home. Um, <laughs> Especially the way they... Is it a trigger warning? No. Landon has totally the floor for the next five minutes. No, no, I don't, I don't want the floor because, I mean, there's nothing that I can add that would be insightful. But I will say, I do think Amy Schumer is very funny. So, you know, I think that's a... You know, she's obviously... She's promoting a bunch of shit now, too, and that's cool. But, like, she is actually legitimately a very funny comedian. Uh, so it's a cool get, you know, to have her there... Um, I love the idea of, and you know, she was funny talking to the guys who don't know anything about comedy or whatever. I don't know about that. Interrupting Cow again? Yeah, really? yeah. Interrupting Cow makes a second appearance. <laughs> Once again, Caitlin acted like it was still the first time she's heard it. Oh, she's sweet. Excellent. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, that dude who, whatever, the Dennis guy, like talking. Oh, you talking about Cupcake? Yeah, Chris Cupcake. About Chris Cupcake. Cupcake. Christy Cupcake. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Cupcake, kind of like, you know, sort of like, uh, being weird and rude to, to Amy Schumer was a little odd. Um, but you know, whatever, it's hard to sit down and like, hey, come up with whatever, three minutes of material. Was he the rude one? Was he, he was wearing the, the 
Pistachio. Yeah, the pistachio. The yeah, I felt like he was. I felt like he was being kind of a jerk. Because JJ was the one who's like, I'm smarter than. No, I gotta say, I don't know. Oh, maybe it was maybe it's JJ that I'm thinking JJ, of. That. Think, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and she really, and I don't like Amy Schumer that much. I think she's all right. I think uh, she's kind of a better writer than a stand-up comedian. I think she's fine. But she ripped into him, and I thought it was great. Then that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. I'm not yeah. thinking of Cupcake. I'm thinking of JJ. Like, I don't think anything about. Date. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> When he, when he did that, when he did that poor that, that poor impression of uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and then she goes, "Oh, Bill Cosby." That was, I thought that was great, like stuff like that. But. Yeah. Um, then I don't remember JJ's <gasps> set. Did they? Sh- sh- I also don't remember JJ's set. JJ I feel like I didn't see him. He started his set making fun of how bad Tony was, which was true. Okay. Because Tony, Tony was, was basically giving a motivational speech. <laughs> that was really hard. In fact, impossible to watch. I okay. squirmed my way off. So I don't think he said a joke. I don't think No. He, well, I mean, that we saw, anyway. I mean, he didn't yeah. have any material that we saw that he was edited in the show. deep in character, and he the, the comedy that Tony was going for was how outrageous this was as a stand-up routine. It <laughs> I was, think it was like Stephen Wright or something, you know? I don't like, think he was going for comedy whatsoever. I don't think so either. Sorry, no. cerebral. He was I, using the moment to once again explain his goddamn feelings to anybody who will listen. You know, it was almost Kaufman-esque. How deep in character I think you're giving way too much credit. There's, there's to... no credit deserved whatsoever <laughs> for a weirdo going on about himself what was again. That? Belafonte that he would play that character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Harry Belafonte. I don't think. Who was that lounge singer that that Kaufman would show up as Tony? Tony Tony. Clifton. So see, this is this is Bachelorette Tony going in and like playing a character the entire time. (laughs) Harry Belafonte. (laughs) (laughs) Close. (laughs) I got to autocorrect. Yeah, you remember when Andy Kaufman would show up? I'm gonna. (laughs) There goes the kid. <laughs> I remember that character. <laughs> Classic coffee. <laughs> no, Tony. So, okay, this is one of those things. This is the thing I was talking about earlier, where there's a bunch, there's a couple guys in here that just clearly aren't going to go anywhere and don't belong here. And Tony's one of those dudes. And Caitlin knows as she is talking to him that he is wackadoo. So, like, you know, it's just one of those weird things. Where it's like, well, he's just going to be fed. To the the elimination machine as the as the weeks go on somehow and who knows how long he'll make it but he's just here to basically be fodder for for leaving you know is oh, it, she, I think he's gone oh. I think he's gone in the next one he's got to be right yeah well she has a really good checked out face like yeah. Caitlin does where you can clearly see what's going on and he had that face cooking the whole time like she was <laughs> like what are you going on about it's fun for me to watch the girls realize like even Brit <clears throat> in the first episode. We've met all these guys before. We know who's crazy, who's a loudmouth, and it's fun to watch them interact with the Bachelorette yeah. for the first extended period of time and see in their face as they slowly realize what we are already know. <laughs> right, yes, yeah. And I think this episode was that for Tony, talking to Caitlin. Caitlin said, oh, I just thought you were kind of like this hippie tree hugger guy, and now you're actually a crazy person. Yeah, you're actually no. just a weirdo. Super crazy, and the first one to get extremely mad and kind of lose self-control with JJ, the one that was like outside talking about how you know fuming he was. Every Zen person out there, I swear to God, they're the biggest crazy person you've ever met in your life. They're so angry. <laughs> There's a reason why they have to focus their entire life on being peaceful. <laughs> and talk about peace all the time. It's because they're ready to rage. So, guys, who had the best stand-up set? I don't think any of them had any <laughs> funny stand-up I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, jokes that I didn't got, say it was anybody funny. I said, who had the best stand-up I'm set? I'm going to go with Joe, man. Joe. He's like, I'm from Kentucky. If you didn't hear that, you're fucking deaf. And I, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was just about to say that as Joe's an example right. of, of how poor 
you know, the jokes were. Where, 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 Are you joke? using the thing I just said about yes. Joe? I was literally about to say that. I just couldn't remember the dude's Suck name. It, man. But <laughs> that's like the worst joke ever. That Joe is my guy. It's not even a joke. That's just, I'm from Kentucky. Nobody told a joke the whole time. <laughs> I, but that's what I'm saying. That I was going to use that as, a, as an example of how poor the jokes were. And that's that, the worst I'm, example you could have used. That, that's, a, that's the best example. That's not a joke. That's saying, I'm from Kentucky. If you didn't know that, you're fucking deaf. Do you think How that... How is that a joke? Because he's got a thick accent, Mike. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the worst one was Cupcake talking about the reaction of other people towards his inability to do comedy. I, 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 I thought Cupcake, cupcake that was pretty good. <laughs> what the shit? I was going to say, I think Cupcake nailed it. He played up the awkwardness, I don't know how to do this, and then was just as, if not funnier than everybody else. After lowering the bar, he successfully lowered the bar. Yeah, he did a thing. Successfully that, lowered the bar? That's not a compliment. Like he brought the bar down and, and said, you Again, know, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you lowered a bar. I think what he did was instead of trying to do a thing which, you know, he knows he's not going to be good at, which is come up with, like, hilarious jokes, just talk about your experience in a funny way and then, boom, that's your set. Lazy. I agree with Jeff. <laughs> he, he did the facial expressions of the of the coaches trying to pull away from him. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. He reminded me of the... Clean uh, up my glasses. I'm so mad right now. He reminded me of the Simpsons episode <laughs> when they were making fun of stand-up comedians. And he goes, white people drive like this. <laughs> Black people drive like this. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's what it was. It was just these horrible, like... Like uh, caricatures of impressions. It was just him being him. That's all. I thought it was. Ah. Go with the Was that a Harry Belafonte song? Go with the Kit Kat. Go with the Kit Oh, whatever. He should have said it. <laughs> Not even be. Oh. But you know, here's the thing. Caitlin didn't do any jokes, and she's supposedly the queen of being funny well, all the time. We didn't know if she did any jokes. We didn't see it. But I mean, she might have gone up there she's and said also something. Not funny. Well, she's uh, funny. Amy Schumer said she was funny. Amy Schumer got paid a lot of money to do this. Amy Schumer had to laugh at Cupcake. Amy yeah. Schumer got hers. You know, I've never seen <laughs> Amy Schumer. I didn't even know. I'd, I've never heard her voice. Her face is like a fat little boy. Oh, that she's okay. She, but whatever. But that's kind of like wrong. Reese Witherspoon. I, yeah. Reese Witherspoon is a, as a who child. Got, who got stung by bees or something? Yeah, and like four <laughs> spots, like yeah. forehead, two cheeks. Yeah, and I know that she's like that. She okay? I got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, can hold on for a couple minutes. Yeah. I know that she's like fat shamed on the internet all the time, and I'm not doing that. I'm simply talking about how her face is like. Chubby and like cherub like. I, I, yeah, sure, I guess. I am not fat shaming, but uh, she's fat. I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> you nice one, Mike. I'm not racist, but you know who can't drive? She, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she's fat, but she definitely has like a fat, like cherub face. Does she not? I, I guess. What does that have anything to do with whether or not she's funny or not? Anything. It was a sure. simple observation. What, what does Harry Belafonte have to do with it? No! Keep doing it Get. <laughs> It, it was a simple observation on somebody that was on the show. Okay. Whatever, fat shamer. <laughs> That's fine. I like Amy Schumer. I think she's funny. Uh, and I and I like it that she was, whether paid or not, said that Caitlin was funny. Because Caitlin is funny. She's no, not. she's not. I would okay. like Amy Schumer to come onto our podcast to defend herself. All right. Well, open inv invitation to Amy Schumer. <laughs> Anybody who knows Amy Schumer, let her know. <laughs> Any of you 12 people out there listening. Four knows. guys in a dark apartment in roughly Schumer. Hollywood. <laughs> Apparently, I live like five houses away from Patton Oswalt. So I think I'm just going to keep walking my dogs back and forth. Until, yeah. House until until, until he comes out. 
Until yeah, he has to get a receipt. Then right when you meet him, ask him for a stop. How do I get a hold of Amy Schumer? <laughs> <laughs> He'll like it. <clears throat> so I thought I whatever comedy dates. I mean, I feel like this is, is this like one of those. This is one of those staple things they do almost every single season, right? Don't they always do like a comedy club thing, or do they, they always do some sort of performance thing in a club of some kind? It's usually singing. Yeah, yeah. last season was the Cowboy Bar singing. Before that, the Boys to Men one. Yeah. Oh right! Oh, yeah. yeah, they yeah. also did a strip one. They did a strip yeah. one too. They did a mime thing. That doesn't qualify. Yeah. That's out in the middle of France. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. This is the requisite like performance on stage <clears throat> date, which you know, whatever. I mean, nobody's. They're packing that comedy club full of. You know, desperate uh, women, horned up, <laughs> horned up, horned up women. <laughs> These women need a little. These women are horned up, and they are. Uh, they're prime and ready to see dudes. So it doesn't really matter what they're not going to fail. They're, they're going to be fine. Except Tony. He Except failed. for Tony failed. He Tony, totally failed. Tony righteously failed. Yeah. And JJ's bit was calling out <clears throat> Tony. Right. And JJ acted like an ass. So uh, afterwards, uh, Caitlin uh, kisses everybody. And, uh, <laughs> nobody is special. Nobody is special. They Caitlin kisses everybody. And she just <clears throat> kisses everyone as they come down the line. I like it that Joe kind of took her aside and did a did a whole thing. Did a hey. Joe's looked pretty forceful though. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe Joe takes what he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's from Kentucky. If you didn't know that, that's You're right. Fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I like you. If you didn't know that, <laughs> You're stupid. Now that he mentions that though, he his face. I I kept thinking he looked like Beavis. From Beavis and Butthead, yeah. but his face definitely screams Kentucky. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't understand why someone didn't talk to him about like parting his hair, doing something different. Yeah, <laughs> because there's just so much elevation from chin up that it's like, well, maybe if you just did something that kind of laid the other direction, you wouldn't look like a big old pencil. He might look like Tony if he parts his hair, though. Mm. Similar facial structure. Oh They'd wow, he'd still look ridiculous. Lost at birth. <laughs> Lost at birth, not separated. It's actually the Lost. same guy. Lost at birth. Son of a bitch! How are they both in this show? Ah, whatever. So, you guys want to talk about the JJ situation? What a punk! Yeah, let's just go home. Let's call it. <laughs> I want to talk about him. He's a jerk. Yeah, JJ sucks. Real big jerk. He he he's a villain and like wants to be a villain, but like really kind of transparently. It's, I don't know. It's kind of he's just kind of being a shitty person to be a shitty person. Yeah. yeah. So he got a rose. And then at the, which, by the way, how did he get that rose? You know, uh, he started crying date. about his daughter. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Yeah. Which, this was that. one of the first times I've been disappointed in Caitlin. Yeah. Was in giving <clears throat> JJ that rose after the sob story about, I love being a father. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't like, like this at all. I Because I don't buy it, because I don't really like, I think JJ's a weird fake dude. Absolutely. It's funny that he didn't get invited boxing. His favorite movie is Rocky. Mm. And he's someone that everybody would have liked to have boxed. I yeah, think even yeah. then they would have liked to beat him up. I feel like it was a safety issue. The producers could not have JJ out there. <laughs> yeah, that JJ and Ben. He will get murdered. They just punch <laughs> at the same time and it just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's being serious about 24 years old, a kid, and living at home with his parents? All those things together? I think the first two things were right. Oh, he's a kid and divorced. Yeah. And living with his parents. The first two things he told Caitlin, and they were, I assume, true. I don't think he told her that he lives with his parents. Hmm, and that's I a big was deal. wondering if that was a real statement. A real thing? Well, there wouldn't be a fight about where we moved to. We moved to Caitlin's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, living with your parents can mean a lot of different things, right? Like, what if they have, like, an entire, like, basement apartment type situation? Call you know what I mean? shit, Landon. You cannot justify this. One. I'm just saying it might be convenient and easy. What if you're taking care of your parents in some capacity? I don't think JJ's That's the only time that I think it works. Yeah. All right. I don't think it matters the size of your bedroom or if you have where your own separate from? bath. 
He's from Denver, Colorado, and his occupation actually is a former investment banker. Ooh, so he certainly so might have hit hard times. Like a lot of minuses for old JJ, but I feel no sympathy. Yeah. I feel none. None. So after he got the rose and then at the cocktail party thing or whatever it is, uh, he immediately grabs Caitlin to pull her aside uh, before anybody has an opportunity to talk to her or do anything, before the thing even really starts. And so then everybody got really mad, a la Nick V. I was trying to figure out why I was all for Nick V doing it last season. I was not one of the people who hated him for doing that. I was like, you're here to play a game, just play the game. If this is what it takes to, to win, then, then do it. If you care the most about her, just grab her. For some reason, JJ doing it just struck me as completely fake and just being a jerk. Maybe because I assume he watched Andy's season and said, I'm going to be the guy who doesn't play by the rules and steals her. And it just struck me as just him being an asshole. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that he did that more to piss the guys off than he did that to talk to her. Because mm, as soon as he walks back, he walks back and, I, I know everybody's going to hate me, so come on, come on. Then just kept bringing it up over and, and, and over. And also, he had nothing to say to Caitlin. Like, that no. whole, like, pull-aside conversation was nothing. He said something. And, and also the thing that he did <clears> say, which was, I feel like your husband just wouldn't uh, stand back and let you talk to other people. Like, that was just a weird, presumptuous thing for him to do, I feel like. What I wanted to happen then was Caitlin to reach forward and say, and just pluck that rose back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say, I'm sorry, I'm going to actually need this. Gonna take Koopa. this. Take this. I Koopa. do like, I got to, it's all right. Koopa. All right. So, I do like the fact that, I mean, he's a total dick and everything else, but he pushed it to the point of the Top Gun high five with Clint. Like, yeah. in the face of everybody else, and I was like, if you're going to be a villain, if I'm going to hate you, at least turn it up to fucking 11. Do yeah. a Top Gun high five in front of everybody with the only other guy that really got some action. Goose. What is Clint thinking? Don't get caught up in that. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I think Clint probably, maybe he didn't have any idea what was going on. He was just like, oh, high five, sure. That's JJ's going to be true. Clint's downfall. You think so? The only one that can take Clint down is JJ. The guys who succeed on the show. <laughs> that was so serious. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I agree then. <laughs> the guys who succeed are the ones who are above it. And I feel yeah. like Clint is just above it. He's not yeah. going to engage. Tony is really, really hates JJ, and that's affecting his performance. <laughs> Tony is a garbage person. Yes. We, we don't need to spend any... Like, my, my problem with Tony, and that I, the thing that's really pissing me off, is the producers are trying so goddamn hard to make him into like this season's Courtney. Is that who it was last season? I don't remember. The crazy onion girl? Oh, no. no. There, it wasn't Courtney, was it? No, that was... Uh, Anyways, they're trying very, yeah. very, very hard. They're, they're like, combing through. What was her name? I, I thought it was Courtney, wasn't uh, it? Wasn't it with an S? Yeah. Sarah. No. Stephanie? I think, it was, I think it was Courtney. Hold on, we can get this. Wait a minute. Just... Sweethearts. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were two of them. She was one of them. Yes. I'd want to say it was, like, Sarah, right? No, it wasn't. No, it was certainly You're man. thinking of one-armed Sarah. Yeah, man. Too bad. Well, anyway, Stephanie... I, I think they're coming. <laughs> we said that three times. Don't win the kids, cat. For the remainder of the episode, one person just dedicate yourself to saying <laughs> a different seven. name every five minutes. <laughs> we'll get there. The two names that we can think of are Sarah and Stephanie. With an it's S. Ashley. Ashley. Oh, Ashley S. Ashley S. <laughs> Ashley Stephanie. Are we sure it's not Sarah? Here's anyway, the, I'm still pretty sure it's Stephanie, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyways, I, they're very much trying to make this person into that person. Right. Yeah, there's a little bit of editing that was done on some of the things he said. It's, not a lot, it's though. It's annoying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure not, he's nuts. Yeah, he definitely... I mean, they've definitely... They'll goad him into saying things again and again, like when he was talking about Caitlyn being a combination lock. 
And wow. he was like, oh, just, you got to move you this way and move you this way. I just feel like you got to move you this way. Move you. I mean, was like, <laughs> they like literally just doubled that. And yeah. then they asked him in the interview, can you talk about what you just said to her again? And then he did that thing again, which of course makes him look crazy. But, you know, he did say that thing and he is kind of crazy. But did you guys catch when he was talking to the, uh, the guy with the son, Marcus Aurelius or whatever? Uh, when he was talking about Caitlyn, he just went ahead and called her uh, Brit. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy was like, <laughs> you, great. Times, actually. Yeah, he's like, you mean, you mean Caitlyn, right? He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And I think it's great that we all have the thing, the opportunity to be in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something Tony's playing for, and then we can stop talking about Tony, I swear. <laughs> no, we can't. He's, he's playing up that whole, when you go into a job interview, you pretend like the job needs to interview you. Yeah. Or... You're interviewing the job to right. decide if they're good enough for you. And he's like, man, I'm like, I'm not just sold on Caitlin. I need to know she's the right girl for me. Right. I want to see what she has to offer. I'm not going to talk about what I have to offer. Yeah, he, he, constantly, <laughs> he, con- he constantly talks about like uh, him being there for like love and finding love and all that stuff. He's just, like just hitting, he's like hitting that way too hard uh, or what he thinks somebody wants to hear from him or whatever. The giveaway that, you know, of course, he's an insane person is, of course, in the editing with the music, every time he shows up, it's that bloop, bloop. <laughs> it goes to, like, whimsical, like, who are you music, rather than, like, anything normal. Like, bloop, bloop. <laughs> you know when you're watching the episode with your family, you start the season, and all of a sudden you realize you're the guy who got that music? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to be a long season. Nah, we could just DVR this. <laughs> this is going to be a long season. Watch it later. I think Texas Rising is on. Uh, yeah, so uh, Tony's obviously not long for this world. And uh, and JJ made that jerky move, and I don't like that dude that much. But I also feel like it's like, Scott, you said earlier about kind of Clint playing a long game. Like, it's way, way early to just, like, pop up, you know, to make yourself, like, a target, you know, in the in the radar screen of all these other dudes. Yeah. And I feel like the guys who do lay low, like you said, uh, have a better chance of, like, surviving or whatever. And then some guys, some guys just implode. Like, a, <laughs> like our friend Koopa. <laughs> Koopa, Koopa. Okay, what do you think Koopa's intention was in pulling Caitlyn Nobody aside? Nobody will ever know. Kate, I mean, he felt like he needed to have a conversation with Caitlyn about something. And it, I don't know that he ever got to whatever his point was, but it just went well, immediately off like the rails. Well, it's like he worked himself into a lather. Uh, by talking to, uh, <laughs> by talking to, uh, what's his face? Um, was it, was it, who's that, was that guy that he was talking to about getting the rose Ashley? and not getting rose? Stephanie? Stephanie, that's it. <laughs> um, he was just talking to this, to another dude. And he was like, man, it's like, there's three roses and we, I don't, I don't have a rose. That's just messed up. Uh, and then finally pulls her aside. And then I think his intention is to like show that he wants, show that he cares, I guess. But he's one of those guys who just can't stop talking like yeah. he just talked himself he talked himself out of the show in a period of three minutes something like that who is this was similar to an andy season who is the may may he rest in peace what was eric that come oh eric that yeah. was similar to eric's scene where i i think his intention going in was to have a real conversation i think koopa wanted to say look i don't think we've had enough time to talk and i feel like we don't have that connection yet what can we do to maybe get there? And if not, I totally understand. And then just kept talking and talking. Right. And I think um, Eric 
Well, did you catch his one concern though? It seemed that he was uh, he didn't want to be one of the sort of tokens. Like he did mention race. He did mention yeah. He did mention that. Yeah. Kept around to like keep the the black quota essentially. So I think he had that question as well. But that's a more difficult one to ask, I guess. Yeah, he was like, "I'm here because I'm black, right?" And she's like, "Well, I remember you and I really bonding over music, and I thought we did have a moment." Yeah. Oh, my bad. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. That's what he should have been like. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. All right, well, would you like something to drink? Because I would like something to drink right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was so weird that he started out the conversation trying to sort of like latch onto her. And then when she started saying stuff about how they didn't connect on that date, it sounded like he was like, well, you're going to dump me? No, I'm going to dump you first. Yeah. And no. then sort of gets out in front of it. And then she goes, you know what? Until right now, I thought we were connecting really well. And he goes, right. oh, me too. Oh, but yeah, but I was, uh, bro, I was going over. You like music? I love music. Yeah, that was, that was painful to watch him realize that he just messed it all up. Yeah. But he was also like super aggressive and weird in his like, you know, wanting to get attention from her. He's like, I just feel like I haven't had attention from her. Why have you not given me attention? You know, like, I felt like that was just an odd thing. I'm going to make you love me. It reminded me of, so I've been watching, uh, on the opposite end of the Bachelorette spectrum, I've been watching uh, Wolf Hall on PBS, which is the story of Thomas Cromwell in, Hen in Henry VIII's court. So Henry VIII, uh, what happened to Henry VIII was he was in a jousting accident and he, where he, uh, he fell over and his horse, horse fell on him. And then after, and he was like, he was, like, knocked out for a long period of time. They thought he was dead. And then whenever he woke up, he had a significant personality change. Historians think that did something to his brain. And that's when he went kind of nuts. And that's when he started, like, executing everybody and, like, beheaded all of his wives and stuff, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the, yeah. Good, the real good stuff. Yeah. I think Koopa got his head knocked around in that boxing ring. <laughs> by, <laughs> Jared. by Jared. By Wheeze. They, they sent the wrong guy to the hospital with a concussion. That's right, they did. So the Wheeze, you know, you, you, you get him out of the ring and you think, oh man, this guy's slight and little and looks like he got roughed up. And the doctor doesn't know that that's what he looked like before he went into the ring. So, and you look at Koopa, who looks like a big, strong guy. He's like, ah, Koopa will be fine. But no, no. He got a screw loose and knocked, knocked around there. And uh, then he just got crazy aggressive. So did you just draw a parallel between Koopa and Henry VIII? I sure did. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you come to this podcast for. <laughs> that Little was, uh, wasn't that right. Henry VIII's nickname was also Koopa? It was right? Koopa, yeah. yeah. It was totally yeah. Koopa, yeah. That's why that's when we got the Koopa. Koopa. <laughs> right. Whenever he showed up. They've been saying that for hundreds of years. Yep. <laughs> just the way the world works. So uh, it's hilarious that after they have the conversation, Koopa goes back to all the dudes and then talks very loudly about the conversation they just had. And, of course, Caitlin can't let that happen. So, boom, come out. Let's talk. You're leaving. Go away. Talk to producers. He gets angry there. And Koopa's, you know, Koopa destructed. Koopa burned bright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but I, I also sympathize with the guy that's just like, can I just go? Like, can we just get these questions over with? Where's the van? But then he got really mad about it. But, yeah. I mean, I th I'd probably be the same way. I was like, all right, what? Like, yeah, I, I don't want to go home. Okay, cool. Can I go home now? Yeah, if you don't want to be on TV any longer, don't make great TV happen. <laughs> and by approaching yeah. the camera and getting out of frame and starting to yell, yeah. that means this scene just became longer. Yeah. And I would make the same case to Caitlin, though. If you want him to hurry up and get in the van and leave, don't make the scene longer by going out there, apparently, right. to stop it. I do love it that in their conversation in the uh, entryway or whatever, he was like, I don't think I should go home. Yeah. <laughs> he almost just refused to go home. He goes, I don't want to go home. <laughs> that scared me a little that's bit. That's not really your choice to make. <laughs> there was some comedy bit somewhere where somebody's trying to break up with someone, and it's like, I'm breaking up with you. 
No. Oh, no, that was not. Seinfeld. Is that? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, George. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we're George. not now. No, we're not breaking up. Yeah. It's a two-person decision, and I'm not allowing you to break up with me. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. Koopa's seen that episode. Koopa has. Poor Koopa. <laughs> he, did, he did his homework. Well, yeah. Koopa, Koopa needed to go. Well, he didn't. He wasn't even there for Caitlin to begin with, anyway, and won a trophy wife, which he specifically said was Brit. So, <laughs> right. I would say Koopa's time had passed the moment Brit left. Yeah, it was just odd because I don't. I don't remember him that well uh, in, in in the previous <laughs> episode. Yeah, and so, but I do. But of that, I, like, I didn't think he was like a crazy, like, aggressive weirdo person. So, uh, one of his favorite artists. The only thing I remember about Koopa is uh, one of his favorite artists is DMX, and I felt like oh, we right. shared that in common. But you don't have to act like DMX on a dating <laughs> show. Yeah, all the time. Well, that's too bad. Well, see you later, Koopa. I hope DMX isn't listening right now. <laughs> the, the only thing that I ever that I read about any of the people on any of the message boards was somebody chimed in and said, Hey, I went to high school with Koopa. He's one of the nicest, most genuine dudes ever. <laughs> Signed, Koopa. <laughs> yeah, before the boxing incident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway... That's the uh, that's the end of the thing. We get end. That's the end. Yeah, that's the, the quote. To be continued. End of the yeah. thing. To be continued. You know, in the world's least interesting cliffhanger. Uh, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> Maybe I'm alone, but that's that's how I. They that's haven't. I uh, it's interesting. They haven't grayed out Koopa's picture on mm. the on the website yet. Mm, it's true. What do you think that means? It means it's Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah, they haven't got to yet. Yeah, he <laughs> immediately sobers up and he apologizes for everything he just said, and Caitlin <laughs> invites him back in. I think, I think the photo grayer had a day off today. <laughs> Could have been. Or he goes finds uh, Brady, knocks him the f out, <laughs> and then. Uh, oh my God! How amazing would it be that every person that gets eliminated from oh, just goes to Chris? Oh, this is good. I'm back yeah, in. Like I'm a, back in. I was already in. That would be that would be the most amazing basketball. So Brady has like the best two days of his life yeah. thinking that he's one Brit because she's obviously like a baby and just can't just sees the shiny thing. Then here like, comes Koopa. Brady's my boyfriend. And then Koopa shows up. <laughs> Knocks Brady out. Yeah. Hey, what y'all doing? <laughs> I like the idea. So everybody that gets disqualified has to immediately go to Brit's apartment. Brit, yep. Yeah. But she doesn't know this. She doesn't know she's getting rejected. She thinks that people are like <laughs> defecting and like going. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, even, that'd be a good show. I would. It would be. Sloppy seconds. Yeah. Ooh. Even Brady waited halfway through the rose ceremony before he came to his realization. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I'm gonna leave. Things not looking good for Brady. <laughs> Left, better make my graceful exit. <laughs> I can't stand. I, I hope they stop showing stuff because I cannot stand the way Brady talks. It's like every word that he says is he tries to put all this emotion into it. Oh yeah, it's just like just normal things. That oh, can you, can you explain to me what's in that Denver omelet? You know, and it's like the just most like, delicious <laughs> ingredients I've ever had. Oh ham, that sounds great. I love ham. Man. Well, he just pours it all into his songs. <laughs> yeah, it's, but like every word that he says, <laughs> he tries to turn into like a song, or like emotion, and it's like Denver omelet. There's tears in fair. He said himself, "This is like the most emotion he's felt ever in his life." So <laughs> it's like the first day on the show. Yeah, wow. that's true. You so want to hear that from a songwriter? I've never felt anything before. Oh, he, good. He has a lot to work with. That's what I'm saying. He needs to be writing his album right now. Right now. Yep. It's called Brit. It's also pretty terrible too. Yeah, yeah. Big, big long gray shirt. It looked like uh, an old man nightgown. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Scrooge coming down from the uh, bed. Like one of the thing. one of the uh, seven dwarfs or something. 
How old is that guy? He kind of dresses like a 13-year-old. I'm going to guess 42. 42? All right, I'm going to guess 58. <laughs> My computer's slow. Oh, he's 33. Well, that's a little old to be dressed in that way. It's a Hollywood right? 33, so 47. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they say they're 5'10", and they're actually 4'8". Oh, and on his profile, it says, everybody else is grayed out. It says, eliminated in week whatever, and his is left show. In Whoa. Favorite band, Coldplay? Give me the fuck out of here. It should say left show three-fourths of the way through a rose ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Not having a rose yet. <laughs> it was he, a coward's way out. He has to say Coldplay because he knows that like his actual favorite bands, the public wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't hip to Three Doors Down yet. Uh, all right, well that's it for this week. Uh, so we will. Uh, anybody got favorites? Yeah, I mean anybody you, you really feel strongly about this week? Mm, good question. Not really. All right, cool. I think uh, I think both of the bands are making a strong showing. Yeah. Um, Scott. Mike, you only get two. <laughs> Bins are doing great. I mean, Sean B has done nothing to mess up. I think no. she didn't invite Sean B on a date this week because he's already number one, and she thought, as she should, she should meet some of the other guys and give him a chance. But yeah, she's holding him. Is that the Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Schnozling? Ryan Schnozling. Ryan Schnozling. <laughs> courtesy of Bill Simmons. Yes, don't want to steal that joke. Nope, we're lifting it. All right, Bill Simmons didn't. You know who I really like is Joshua. But I don't think that he's a good person for Caitlin, but I think he's a great dude. He, he actually a, seems like a pretty good dude. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. Loves his dogs, loves, you know, just, just loves being a good old boy, but like, not in like that weird racist, like, right. way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, he just seems like a genuine, like a good genuine dude that lives in Iowa that's probably, no, Idaho. Idaho, is, yeah. That's probably going to. a welder. Yeah, just going to be like a good old, you know, welder for the rest of his life. Well, can yeah. we talk about one thing about that guy before we leave? He's never been in love, and that is weird. He's almost yeah. 30 years old. That's kind of strange. I think that's, strange. you know, I think that's nice that he said that, though, because it's like an honesty thing. Sorry, he's 31. That's even weirder, guys. Hollywood oh. 31. He's, Stop it. He's from a small town, though. 64. I mean, there's like, like 10,000 people in his town. I couldn't find love. You could fall in love still. I fell in love with every single person I met when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it's not that hard. I watched that reality show. Oh, boy. I'm still also, living that one. He's an industrial welder, too, and they make a shitload of money. Welders make a yeah. fuck ton. Live like a king in Idaho. <laughs> well, All right, then. Yeah, welders are pretty great. Yeah, well, he loves Tommy Boy. I don't know if that's good or bad. That's no a good idea. movie. It's a great movie. Well, what yeah. about, oh, well, Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. That's, that's, I didn't like that. That's, that's what I want to hear. Now I'm done. Now I'm stepping away. But with the kit cat. <laughs> <laughs>